Clients on Demand teaches coaches, service providers, and thought leaders how to attract the right clients at the right price anytime they want. This podcast is about answering one question. How can you build a sustainable seven or eight figure business that changes the world and gets results for clients without sacrificing your freedom? If you want to know the answer, you're in the right place. All this information is 100% free, so please subscribe to and review our podcast. What's going on? It is Russ. Welcome to today's show. I am here with the incredible, the genius, the absolute Facebook ninja, Adrienne Richardson, who is our director of lead flow at Clients on Demand. She is responsible for bringing leads into our funnel. She does all of our advertising across every platform. I mean, I guess we should call you the director of marketing or something cool like that. I don't know. The That'd be a cool name. Yeah. The empress of marketing. I don't know. We got to put it together. <laughs> <laughs> something kind of like kind of Lord of the Rings ish and badass yeah. sounding. But anyway, like guys, so today what we're going to be talking about is vanity metrics. And what does that mean? Well, if you guys have been on Facebook for more than five minutes, you know that a lot of people brag about a lot of things. And you'll see people who are running ads and doing posts about like, oh, I got this many clicks. Or, you know, I have this many people on my list or, um, you know, we did a launch and it, and it made this much revenue and, 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 and whatever. And, and when you really don't understand the mechanics of lead generation and Facebook advertising or when you're just starting out, it's kind of hard to know like what to pay attention to and what not to pay attention to, if that makes sense. And so sometimes people can share numbers with you that sound really impressive and really cool. But when you pull back the, the curtain and, and, and go a little bit deeper, you realize that those things don't really matter. So I know that there's a, tr a ton of confusion about, look, Russ, you know, there's all these numbers that people are sharing. There's all these, you know, there's the numbers that I'm generating in my own business. Like what the hell should I be paying attention to and what shouldn't I be paying attention to and where do we draw the line and then how do I know the difference? So what Adrian and I wanted to do today is come on and just talk about like, what are the, the metrics that are just totally vanity metrics that, that sound cool, but they really don't mean anything. And what do they really mean? And then finally, what numbers should you pay attention to? Like, what's the stuff that you really ought to be focused on? Absolutely. So yeah. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. So the first one that I see all the time that people tend to get worried about is cost per click. And if you guys don't know what that means, if you're not advertising on Facebook, your cost per click is what you are paying every time someone engages with your ad. So why is this a metric, Adrian, that isn't really that important? Because on the surface, it seems like it should be super important. Yeah, well, there's two different costs per clicks, if you will. Um, so let me break those down, the difference in them and why neither one of them are actually important. And, and so one metric that Facebook shows you automatically when you're running ads and you log into your report is it shows you your cost per click. And then it kind of has in parentheses the word all. And what that means is what you're paying for a like, a comment, or a click on the ad. So even if someone just clicks like, they didn't necessarily like click on your ad and go to your landing page or wherever you wanted them to go to, Facebook's counting that as a click. And, and so first of all, a lot of people will make the mistake of looking at the CPC, if you will, CPC all, and think, oh wow, this is wonderful, I'm paying 50 cents per click. But what they don't realize is that the num all the likes and the comments and things like that are being included in that. So it's not truly the click that we care about, which is how many people clicked on my ad and went to the page you wanted them to go to. And so there you can change in your report to where it says CPC link click. Um, and that's the one that you, you want to look at more. So 
that'll tell you what you're truly spending for someone to click on your ad and go to your landing page. Okay. So the first one, the CPC all is completely irrelevant, doesn't even matter to you. And it's a false, gives you a false sense that you're actually getting clicks cheaper than you are. Mm -hmm. But even when you switch it and and you track your CPC uh, link click, which is the cost you're paying for someone to actually click on your link and go to your landing page. The reason why that also I feel is a vanity metric is because a lot of people will think, oh, wow, well, mobile traffic super cheap on mm -hmm. mobile. I'm paying 60 cents a click and on desktop, I'm paying like three dollars a click. And so they automatically assume, you know, they'll kill off that desktop ad <clears throat> and run the mobile ads. But the, what really matters in terms of the success of an ad is what you're paying to get the conversion, whether that's you, what, whatever you're running, if you're running a lead magnet, if you're running a call, you know, webinar to get calls booked. And, and so they'll make the mistake of prematurely choosing a winning ad campaign based on the cost per click. But really what determines if that ad campaign is winning or not is based on the cost per conversion. And so people will tend to turn off the ads that would have worked better because they're looking at a vanity metric of what's my cost per click. That's huge. And guys, you might see people posting on Facebook or running ads where it's like, oh my God, I just got, you know, a hundred thousand clicks on Facebook for two cents a piece. Right. And you're like, oh, that's incredible. But it really doesn't mean anything mm -hmm. because you don't know whether those people are actually taking action beyond just clicking. So first of all, you don't know if that's CPC all or CPC link clicks, right? right? So it's like, this could be people just clicking <laughs> the like button on their ads and that yeah. obviously that doesn't mean anything. Mm -hmm. But then even if it is people who are clicking the link and then going to whatever page, you know, they're trying to send the traffic to, it's like, so what? Right. What counts is whether they actually do the thing you want them to do, which is, you know, register for your webinar or book a call with you or sign up for your, you know, free report, like whatever you're sending them to. What really counts is what are you spending to get people to do the thing you want them to do, not yep. just click your ad. Right. I mean, because the, the, the truth is, is clicks don't make you money. Yeah, they don't. Right. <laughs> they cost and you money. Right. They cost you money. They don't make you money. And, and so just don't, I just want to, you know, warn you not to use that metric when you're making decisions about your ads on whether they're successful or not, or what ads to keep on or which ones to turn off, because it, it simply doesn't matter. And a lot of people will say that, well, what cost per click am I aiming for? What cost per click is considered good? And number one, it varies greatly across industries. So what you're going to pay a good cost per click when you're targeting business owners is very different than a good cost per click when you're targeting consumers who want to lose weight. And, and so oftentimes people will start comparing apples to oranges. They'll be in a Facebook group and someone would say, like you said, oh, I'm getting two cent clicks. And everybody's like, oh my goodness, what are you doing? Who are you targeting? What are you? you know, people get so excited about it and want to know what that person's doing, but they never actually stop and ask the question of like, well, how much money is that making you? How many people are converting? They're just so obsessed with the wrong number. Right. And, and well, that will keep we're trying to down a rabbit trail. Yeah. yeah. That's what we're trying to protect people from is because sometimes those wrong numbers can sound damn impressive if you, but, mm -hmm. but it's like, you know, it's like caveat emptor guys, like let the buyer beware, you know, you, there's certain numbers that, that, that have meaning and there's certain numbers that just sort of seem like they do. So again, what counts is what are you spending to get a conversion yeah. and are you profitable? Like what's your ROI? Are you spending a dollar on Facebook and earning $5 back? 
Are you spending a dollar on Facebook and earning $10 back, whatever it is? Or, you know, are they just spending this, this money and they're getting excited because they got a lot of clicks, but those clicks didn't end up turning into anything. Yep. So that's huge. All right. So then another one that we see all the time, guys, is people talking about video views. Mm -hmm. So you'll see this all the time. I was on stage one time and I saw this guy who gave this talk and he was like, oh, you can get, you know, thousands of people watching your videos for like whatever, whatever it was, like half, a, mm -hmm. yeah, half a cent each or pennies or whatever. But again, it's like, who gives a shit? Like, you know, it doesn't matter how many people watch your videos. It doesn't matter how many people, you know, read a post that you put out. What matters is, are they doing what you want them to do? So this is when we see all the time, right? Definitely. And a lot of people ask me all the time, like, should I do video ads? Everybody's talking about video ads. Everybody's doing video. And the reason that people are doing video right now is because Facebook is trying to become the number one video content provider. They're trying to beat out YouTube. You know, they want to be masters of the universe in all areas. And so they are trying to get people to upload as much video content as possible to Facebook. So they're rewarding people right now for doing video ads. They're giving you super cheap video views and that is the wrong metric. So again, people are doing video, they're hearing from people that are saying, oh, I'm paying 0 0.003 cents per video view. I hear this all the time. And I'm, I said, well, what are you counting as a video view? Is that they watched it for three seconds? They watched it for 10 seconds. They watched the whole thing. And so most of the time right now, the metric people are looking at is a three second video view. That's the number Facebook shows you in your report. Oh, you're paying 0 0.003 cents per three second video view. That means they watched like the first three seconds of your video guys. Right. And you know, and then they were like, I'll oh, screw this. I'm out of here. Right. And so you're again, people are getting really excited and thinking, oh, my goodness, they're getting 0 0.003 cent video views, not knowing, number one, that that's only a three second video view and not knowing, number two, whether those people watching the video are taking the action. Are they converting? And so they get all excited and everybody's always in this. Well, everybody's telling me you got to do video ads. You got to do video ads. They're performing so well. They're they're so cheap. And the vanity metric is you're looking at what are you paying for a video view, a three second video view. And even if it was 100 percent, what what are you paying for a video, video view and it's still cheap? The truth is, is are they taking the action you want them to take and they're converting? Are they opting in? Are they booking a call? And, you know, we've done a lot of testing around this. We spend a lot of money at Clients on Demand on testing stuff. We never want we always want to be the leaders. We never want to be the followers. And so we do a lot of testing. And um, we spent a good $20,000 a couple months ago um, testing video versus static image ads. You know, when we do a test, it's not a little test like, oh, let's throw 500 bucks at this for a week. You know, we do pretty intense tests and we spend a lot of money on testing. And what we found was, although we got a ton of video views, a registration, a webinar registration costs four times um, what it does from a regular ad versus a video ad. And so while we could have got really excited about, oh, and it was, it was probably about 0 0.00 cents per three second video view. You know, you start to get excited when you see those numbers, but then when you see the number at the end, well, what did it actually cost to get a conversion? It's not really very exciting when you compare that to a regular ad. No, it's not. In fact, it, they underperform regular ads in a lot of cases. Yeah. So it's just another thing to think about, guys. Like, you know, if you are significance driven instead of impact driven, which a lot of coaches are right. Like mm -hmm. 
they're, 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 the reason they get out of bed in the morning isn't to make a difference in the world. I mean, they might say that, but at the end of the day, the real reason that they're getting out of bed in the morning is because they want to be important and cool and they want to be like a little mini celebrity and everything. That's what motivates a lot of people. Yeah. So if that's where you're coming from, you know, a metric like video views is going to be kind of seductive. You're going to be like, oh man, 20,000, I spent 20 bucks today and a bajillion people saw my video. Well, okay. They saw the first three seconds of it, mm -hmm. but, but like, is that really, you know, is that putting money in your pocket? Is that helping you make an income? And so it's very important guys that when you're going through your business, that you're really making decisions based on, is this getting me closer to my actual goals? Is this making me money? Is this helping me make a bigger impact? Or is this just like making me feel cool because 50,000 people saw the first four seconds of my video? Right. <laughs> you know, so it's, it's like really, really important that, that you guys don't get sucked in by that, you know, and again, it comes down to this this mentality of looking at the wrong thing where if you are running ads on Facebook and if you are in a niche where you're paying a high cost per click, like Adrian was talking about a minute ago, you might be paying $3 a click or $5 a click and you go, oh my God, I'm paying $5 just to have someone click my ad. There's no way that's ever going to work. But then you're running the video ads and you're like, oh man, I'm getting video views on the other hand for like 0.003 cents. This is super cheap. It can cause you to make really bad decisions yeah. about what ads are going to work and what ads aren't going to work if you're just looking at the money going out and not looking at the money that's going back in. Mm -hmm. If you've got a situation where you've tried to run ads on Facebook and it, no matter what you try, it's not profitable, then you need to reach out and talk to us because that's our bread and butter is helping people do that and do it the right way. Yeah. I mean, I can't tell you how many people I talk to that say they've lost a ton of money on Facebook. You know, Facebook just doesn't work. I spent so much money. I've tried this. I've hired this person. I've done this. I've taken this course. Everything I've done, nothing works. And majority of the time, that's simply because they're looking at the wrong metrics and they're trying the wrong strategies and they're not measuring. It was so good. You know, when you, you you're talking about you're you're just looking at the money going out, you're not looking at the money going in. I mean, that's really, really important uh, when you're running those ads is, you know, you can make a Facebook ad should be profitable. You know, if you're running stuff and, and you're, you know, testing, yes, you're going to sometimes lose money on testing. But the truth is, is if you have the right strategy and the right funnel in place, you shouldn't always be losing when it comes to Facebook. You know, you, you should be winning. And and that's one of the things that people think is, well, I have to lose a lot before I gain. And and you should be watching those metrics on a regular basis because that's just not true. Yeah, you guys, Facebook is not a multi multi billion dollar company because Facebook ads don't work. Right. <laughs> I mean, everybody who tried to advertise the biggest scam ever. Give us all your money. You make no money. Loses money. Sure. No, guys, Facebook ads work. I mean, it clients right. on demand. You've heard us say this before, but we earn back ten to fifteen dollars for every dollar we spend on Facebook, and we've been doing that for like four years. Yeah. So the Facebook ads work, but you've got to know what to pay attention to, and and most importantly of all, you've got to be sending your traffic into a funnel or into a sales process that actually converts. So it's like knowing what metrics to pay attention to, yeah. like we're talking about today. But it's also the stuff that we talk about on all of our other shows. It's like, what's your sales process? How are you enrolling people? Are you serving them? Are you, are you, you know, are you enrolling people at a premium price, or are you sending them to an offer for like a twenty-seven dollar ebook? If that's what you're right. doing, I'll tell you right now, it's difficult, if not impossible, to really turn a good profit with Facebook ads. I mean, it's yeah. just so unbelievably tough. Yep. So the other thing we see guys, people brag about a lot is the size of their list. And this is a big one. People are yeah. like, oh, I've got a list of a hundred thousand people or whatever. And 
And well, Adrian, why don't you tell them why that's like such a terrible metric to pay attention to? Well, I mean, when people talk about launches or different things like that, and we'll, we'll get into that next, but when people are talking about making money through selling programs or services or something, they're always coming to me and talking. And we see this in Facebook groups. You see it everywhere, not just me, but they're like, you know, well, when my list gets to 5,000 people or when my list gets to 10,000 people or 50,000 people, the, the, you know, the, the, the money's in the list. We hear this all the time. I hear marketers say all the time, the money's in the list. And you can have a huge list and have a bunch of people who don't buy from you. Mm -hmm. and, and so this is one of the biggest lies that I, I have seen. The, the biggest thing misleading people is that they believe if I just have a big enough list, I'll be able to meet all of my, my income goals. Right. And the truth is, is that you can make a lot of money from a small list and you can have a really big list and not make any sales. It's totally and, true. And and so people are spending so much time and energy and money trying to build a list, thinking that when they arrive at this magical number, that all of a sudden they're going to be able to make a ton of sales and reach all their goals. And it's very disappointing for them when they put in all that effort and time and money and realize that that just doesn't equal results. It's, it's just not true. So I always had people say that the money's in the list, the money's in the list mm -hmm. and that you should, you know, you should be losing money in the beginning, you know, like, yeah. like, let's say that, you know, it's costing you, you know, $2 to put someone or whatever, $5 or $10 to put someone on your list. No problem. You burn through that money because over the course of the next six months, that list is going to become profitable as you, you know, as you, as you, you right. know, get more, more offers and stuff, guys, that's bullshit. Um, yeah. if you have a good sales process, you should be turning a profit with that list like immediately. Yeah. Like immediately. I mean, we, and we have some sales that come from our list, from our follow-up sequence, but the vast majority of the sales that we do in our company happen like within a few days of someone clicking on one of our ads. Yeah. And we have people who come into clients, all the clients on demand all the time and they have no list. You know, yeah. they're like, Hey, I've never tried to build an email list before. And they are, you know, generating 10,000, 20,000, 30,000, whatever sales within the eight weeks they're here with us, they're, they're making sales and it didn't come from a list at all. So number one, you don't have to have a list. And we even have people that'll say, well, I only have a list of a hundred people. We're like, great. Here's a template. You can email to them and we show them what to say to their list and they're booking calls and making money. So you can do that from a small list, but don't think that you need to go out there and spend a bunch of money on ads to grow your list or do all kinds of JV partnerships or something or buy lists even worse. Um, to build this huge list thinking that that is what's going to make you money right? because it just doesn't work. And it's the same thing when it comes to how many followers you have. You know, I had a client once who said, you know, well, when I get to 50,000 followers on Twitter, I'll be making a really good amount of money. Like we just need to get me there. And she wanted to buy followers and everything else. And I was like, look, you can have 50,000 fake followers on Twitter. It's not going to make you any money. It's not going to make more people buy from you. None of that. And so, you know, again, I think those are numbers that feed our ego more than they feed our bank account because they just, Boom. they don't, you know, <laughs> there was. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> it doesn't equal the same thing. No, it's true guys. And look, so, so the, the bottom line is that, is that if you have a big list, it's great. If you know how to tap into that list the right way, awesome. You can make a ton of money from it. If you don't have a big list or any list, it doesn't matter because yeah. when you have an effective sales process, you don't, you don't even need it. So, yeah. so getting hung up on how big your list is or how many fans you have or how many Twitter followers you have, it just, it's just nonsense. It really is. I mean, we're running a, you know, basically a million dollar a month business 
I don't even know how many Twitter followers I have. I'm not, I'm never on. Twitter. I don't either. And I do your marketing. <laughs> Thousand Twitter followers. And I have no idea how they found me. So it just, it just doesn't matter guys. Having a bigger like herd of people connected to your business. It just, it doesn't matter. It's a vanity metric. What matters is how many people are you getting to actually invest with you and work with you and, and, and how many lives are you having a real impact on? It's not about having a bigger audience. Yeah. So if right now you're spending money running ads to get more followers or more fans, you should turn those ads off right away and save your money. <laughs> Yeah. And put them into something that's going to make you more money. And and just also just don't believe that the money is in the list. If, if you're spending money right now simply to grow your list and you don't have a follow up system in place that converts those people on your list into buying customers, you shouldn't be doing that either. And, and I would say converts them into buying customers like within the first couple of days. Right. Or at least 30 days or less. Yeah, I mean, at least both. 30 days or less. Right away. Some are right away. Yes. Some are in the next 30 days. Yeah. Right. Don't but believe all this, this nonsense that like, as you're building your following that you're going to be losing money, but over the course of the next four to six months, you're going to make it back. Like if that's what people are telling you, that's the strategy you're following. It's like, just stop because there's yeah. a, there's a much, there's a much, much shorter path and a much better path, you know? Yeah. So the next thing that we see all the time is people who are sharing their stats from their latest launch. So if you guys don't know what I mean by launch, there's this whole strategy where people come out with a new product or they come out with a new offer or they come out with a new whatever and it, and it launches, it drops at one time. And normally the strategy is that you say, hey, I'm launching on such and such a date. I'm launching on, I don't know, January 20th. And that's the date that I'm launching. And that's the date we're just going to spend a ton of money on Facebook and flood this thing with traffic. Um, we're going to have a bunch of affiliates and, and joint venture partners that also like all mail their lists at the same time. And, and basically we're just going to flood this offer with traffic and most launches will last about, I don't know, like a week or two weeks at the most. And then, then it's over, it gets shut down. And then, and then that's that. Yeah. So many, many guys, many of the metrics that I see people sharing on Facebook are metrics from a launch. And I, you guys have to understand, you have to protect yourselves. Met, a launch is like a special, like one time thing. Like I said, it lasts for a week, maybe two weeks, and then they shut it down and it's over. So what that means is that during that week or during that two weeks, you can get some incredible numbers, you know, cause you have all these people mailing, you're, you're spending money on Facebook, it, you know, everyone's super hot. It's a limited time offer. It's going to get shut down in a couple of weeks, you know? And so people are like, oh man, you know, I spent, uh, you know, $10,000 on Facebook and we had a hundred thousand dollar launch or I spent a hundred thousand dollars on Facebook with a million dollars in one week. That's the kind of stuff that happens during a launch, mm -hmm. but it is not sustainable. It is a one time thing. And you're saying to yourself, well, Russ, you know, making a hundred thousand dollars in one week, I don't care if it's a one time thing. I just want a hundred thousand dollars in my pocket. <laughs> but what I'm saying is that you would be much better served following a strategy that puts $100,000 in your pocket every week or every month, every month. or every, mm -hmm. you know, every, every couple of weeks, you know, right. whatever. And that does that like clockwork yeah. without you having to like have this giant income spike when you have your launch and then the launch is over and then nothing. Does that make sense, guys? It's very important that you guys understand this because the whole launch model, there's a lot of people pushing it. They could be very seductive. They throw a lot of big numbers around, but I can tell you from experience, launches suck. They just suck. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I kind of have the inside scoop on that because 
for a long time, a lot of the clients that I had that I did ads for, they were doing launches. Mm -hmm. And what happens at the end of the launch, if it's successful, okay, so first of all, you're only hearing from the people that it was successful. And 90% of the time, it's not. Okay, so the 10% that it was successful, they're going on Facebook. Oh, my goodness, guys, we just had a $100,000 launch or a $250,000 launch. I've even seen people say a million dollar launch. I've mm -hmm. worked with those people. What they don't tell you. So that, again, is the vanity metric. Oh, we had a million dollar launch or whatever it is. What they don't tell you, number one, is how much they spent on Facebook ads. Right. You know, to have a million dollar launch, you're going to spend at least $100,000 on ads minimum. What they don't tell you is that they had 30 or 40 JV partners that they had to write ad copy for and build a sales page for and build a whole system to, to track who made what sales. And they give out a ton of prizes based on who was the best affiliate. And so they pay out usually about 50% of their sales to all their JVs. Okay, so now they've, you've dropped that $200,000 launch down to a $100,000 launch. And let's say you spent $30,000 on ads, that leaves you 70,000. Mm -hmm. What they also don't tell you is it takes six months really to ramp up for that launch because you're trying to build your list because, again, they think the money's in the list. So we're building the list and creating all this content and creating all these videos. And now you need a videographer and you need a graphic designer and you need a website designer. And so what people don't tell you when they go on and brag about the success of their launch was the six months of blood, sweat and tears and lots of nights of drinking and I honestly telling my clients tell me that all the time. Like I just I just finally turned my computer off last night and got drunk because I couldn't deal with it. It's so stressful for them. And because you're under this intense pressure that you got to get it right because you got one chance. Right. It's a launch. Like Russ said, one to two weeks and you're done. If you don't get it right, if you don't hit your numbers now, what? Like, oh, crap. Now I got to go do another launch that takes six months to prepare for. And I got to get all these JVs and I got to run these ads and I. So it's this vanity metric that people go out there bragging about, but they don't tell you how difficult it was and how much time it took and how much of that is actually profit at the end of the day. And it is very little because, again, most people are selling like a 12 month program or maybe even a six month program. And those people are on payment plans. Yep. Right. So they didn't tell you that either. Oh, I have 300 <laughs> right. people paying me $100 a month for the next 12 months. And so they have a ton of upfront cost. It's a ton of time commitment. It's extremely stressful. And in the end, it's not very lucrative when you divide that money out over the year, because a lot of people would do a launch once a year or even twice a year. But what happens is when you have that failed launch, they think, well, I just need to do another one. I just need to do another one. And what ends up happening is you'll have worse and worse and worse results on each mm -hmm. one. And it's just not sustainable. And it will make you want to quit your business. It will make you want to quit your business. It will, <laughs> it will make, make you want to quit. And, and, and so then, so then and it'll it, make your spouse want to leave you. Yeah. It will make your spouse <laughs> want to leave you. And so guys, and so like one other thing, so like if, as if that wasn't bad enough, it gets even worse because even if you have a super successful launch, like you see people have their $2,000 programs or whatever, and they'll do a launch a couple times a year, like 5,000 people who buy it. If it's right. like a mega launch, you now have to provide quality customer support to 5,000 people. <laughs> okay. And I can tell you like, we give, I think, the best customer support in the business at Clients on Demand, and we enroll maybe like 80 or 90 people a month into one of our programs, and we work very, very hard for those people. I, can you imagine, Adrian, if we got 2,000 clients at once? No, I mean, we have a big support staff. The majority of our company is 
support staff right. to service those 90 to 100 people that come into the program every month to make sure that they feel like they're in a program where there's 20 people there or there's 10 people there. Like they feel extremely well taken care of. And we have a big support staff that does that to make sure that that happens. And if you have 2,000, 3,000, 4,000 people, I mean, it's there's no way you can still provide that kind of intimate, direct customer care that they need in order to get true transformation. Yeah, there's just no way. And, and so what happens is your refund rates tend to be like, I mean, very high on a typical launch are like 20, 30%. I mean, that's yeah. normal. So now, so right there, which we, we even forgot to mention before. So there's like your million dollar launch gets cut down to 300 K after mm -hmm. refunds. And then there's the people that don't compete their payment plans. And then there's the prizes you have to give out to JV partners and then whatever. So like you're yeah. netting maybe five or 10% of the big numbers that you're throwing around. And, and we yeah. see this all the time. So we want you guys to, to just be really, really, really aware of it. It's something that you guys need to see. Yeah. So I mean, even as a JV partner, I was, a, I've done a couple of JVs in the past. I don't participate in them anymore, but when I did, I can always tell you, they don't pay you out your commission until at the refund rate is over. And I've had plenty of times where my commission I was going to make dropped by 50 to 60% after the refund period was over because most people get really excited. They see all this hoopla going on. They have FOMO, right? Fear of missing out. Mm -hmm. So they buy and then they have this huge buyer's remorse because they're not getting the care, customer care that they need. And and as the business owner, when you have to give that many refunds, it, it's really not fun. <laughs> no, it sucks. It's su it just sucks for everybody. The, 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 everybody. Like, you're unhappy because you have, you have, you're getting buried with customer support. Your affiliates and JV partners are unhappy because they're seeing their commissions cut in half with all these refunds. Yeah. And your, your clients are unhappy because they're the support that they're getting is, is, is terrible. So it's yeah. like, it's like, yeah. it's just a race to the bottom. Everybody. Loses. <laughs> yeah. All right, so one more that I didn't tell Adrian we were going to bring up, but that I just thought of, and I see this all the time is people talking about sales. People yeah. bragging about sales. And so I want you guys to understand that there is a huge difference between sales and revenue, okay? Or between sales and cash collected, okay? So there's there's there was a coach that would always go around and the guy, like let's just say he had a mastermind and let's just, to make the math easy, let's just say that mastermind was $100,000, okay? And that people paid that off in like 10 payments. So they're paying around like $10,000 a month, right? And it's a one-year mastermind, okay? You see, you see this all the time. People going like, oh man, I enrolled two people into my mastermind. I had a $200,000 day. Hmm. You understand? So yeah. they go, okay, I enrolled two people in my mastermind. I had a $200,000 day. What they don't tell you is that they only collected like 20 of that. Right. And the rest is supposed to be coming in over the course of the rest of the year. Now, whether those people actually complete that payment plan or not, is an open question. Who knows? They might quit. They might drop out. Lots of lots and lots of things can happen. So always be very, very aware of that as well, guys, especially when you're talking about people in the high ticket space is, are they talking about sales, which is like, Oh, guy promised he's going to pay me this much money. Or is it revenue, which is, this right. is the amount of money we actually collected this month. Now at clients on demand, when we go out and we talk about the, the, you know, saying that we have a million dollar a month business, or we did, you know, $700,000 this month or whatever it is, that is money that is in the in bank. It's <laughs> money yeah. that we are actually, have actually collected. I don't even, we don't even really look at, I mean, we look at sales as a metric, but we never talk about it because who cares? Right. You Until the I mean? money's in the bank, it really doesn't count. It doesn't count. And you can, you can put it on your sheet as like accounts receivable that I believe that if everything goes well, 
we're going to receive this money over the next, you know, six months or 12 months or whatever the payment plan is. But I would never sit there and, and count that money like it's already there, like it's in right. the bank, because a lot can happen between the time someone says yes and the time someone completes their payment plan. And so, that's why that's a vanity metric that will make you go out of business quickly is mm -hmm. because what the mistake that a lot of entrepreneurs will make is they'll count on that money. They'll say, oh, I have this much money coming in next month so I can afford to spend this much on ads or I can afford right. to buy this program for my business or I can afford to do all these things because you're like, oh, I have that money coming in. Yes. But then what happens when it doesn't come in? Right. And then all of a sudden you're like, crap, I'm in the negative. And, right. and so that's why it's so important. Like Russ said to, yes, you want to know, oh, I've had this many sales and I, and it's projected. I'm going to have this much in, but don't count on that money until it's in the bank. Right. It's really important that you guys understand this because sales is such an easy number to bullshit. You yeah. know, it's like, again, if I have a hundred thousand dollar mastermind and I had 10 people sign up this week, but they're going to be paying me off over the course of the year, I can say, I made a million dollars this week or we do get a million dollar week, but you really did it because you didn't get anywhere near that much money in the bank. It's, it's yeah. supposed to come in sure, but is it ever going to show up? Okay, who knows, right? Yep. So make sure, guys, that when you're assessing people's, you know, advertisements or when you're reading people's Facebook posts or whatever it is, that you're just very aware. Like, are they talking about sales or are they talking about revenue? And even if they're talking about revenue, how much of that was profit? Like, again, how much of it did they keep? So it's not how much you sell, it's how much you make. And it's not how much you make, it's how much you keep. Keep. Yeah. That is a much healthier way of looking at your business than getting lost in the vanity metric of sales. Yeah. And then finally, guys, the last one we wanted to talk about was celebrity status. This is one that we see all the time. We have people all the time who apply for clients on demand to work with us who like literally have had like New York Times bestsellers or they have, you know, 100,000 Twitter followers or like, I don't know, they're friends with Oprah or they've been on stage with like Tony Robbins or they've been on stage with, I don't know, Guy Kawasaki or, you know, whoever. But when you look at the bottom line in their business, they're really struggling financially. Yeah. We have people who apply to work with us who are like a million times more. I mean, I'm not famous at all, but like they're a billion times more famous than I am. Like mm -hmm. they're, you can actually turn on the TV and it's like, oh, there's that guy on TV. <laughs> it does not matter. It yeah. just doesn't matter. So it's a, it's a total vanity metric. So guys, like if you think that you have to have a certain status, like again, New York best-selling books, you got to be like, I don't know, friends with Oprah, you got to whatever. And until you have that, you can't charge five or $10,000 for what you do. It's not true. You can, you just need to know how to market it properly and how to position yourself properly. I mean, that really is all it takes. What counts is having an offer that is impactful and is high ticket, number one. And then number two, having a process to sell it consistently. That's what counts. Yeah. All this other stuff about celebrity and the, the size of your list and the size of your audience and all these other things, none of that shit matters. If you just have those two things, a really high ticket, impactful offer and a process to sell it consistently. So not one that's depending on launches or not something where you get to sell it for a week and then that's it. You're out of luck. But one where you, it sells like clockwork. If you just have that, then you've got a foundation where you've got a real business that's going to bring real money in the door and actually is going to help you make an impact on the people that you work with instead of just treating your customers and your clients like a number. Yeah. I mean, you don't even have to have a website in order for you to actually start making high ticket sales and putting together a high ticket offer and a program. When I first started working with Russ, he didn't even have a website. And then in like the it, second it like, year, it was like Russ Rufino was like under construction. I mean, it was the yeah, most yeah. ghetto ass website you've ever seen in your yeah. life. 
And then the second year he put up one, but it was just a picture of him. And then like there was all you could do was opt in. So there was like no web. It was just a picture. It was a one page thing. And when I started working with Russ, he was doing about one hundred thousand dollars a month, hundred around one hundred thousand. And there was no website. And then right. like the next year when we had doubled that, there was like a one page website. And then like it was year three, it was finally like, hey, we should get a website. And we're always upgrading things and upgrading the look of it and stuff. And we're doing that as the business is growing, but we're not doing it because it will generate more, more money or anything mm-hmm. like that. We're just doing it because we want to do it and we're at that point. But I, I just want you to know that it's not necessary for you to have a website or a podcast or a video series or, you know, any of those things, JV partners, a huge list, any followers on Facebook, none of those things are necessary whatsoever for you to put together a high value, high impact program that will help you reach all of your income goals and make a difference in the world. None of those things are necessary. Yes, guys. So please be very careful who you listen to, because if you go to your, like, let's say that you've, you know, you've been listening to our show for a while and you're like, man, I really want to create a high ticket offer. You know, I really, I really believe that I've got expertise that I could, I could, I should be charging a $3,000 price or $5,000 price or $10,000 price or whatever it might be. Just be very, very careful who you guys listen to. Because if you go to like your buddy who has like a blog and you're like, oh man, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to have this $5,000 program. They are going to just completely rain on your parade. And they're going to tell you, well, why would anyone hire you? You don't have this. You don't have that. I'm just telling you guys, none of our clients have those things. I mean, none of our clients are famous. None of our clients are celebrities. Most of our clients don't have like these stunningly gorgeous websites or whatever. It it doesn't matter. What matters is that you have a high ticket, impactful offer that really can, can change people's lives and that you've got a system for selling it. And if you just have those two things, there's no limit to how far you can take your business. And then, and by the time any of that other stuff matters, like branding or whatever, it'll start to matter because you're going to be doing like, you know, 500,000 or a million dollars. People a will month. finally know who you are. <laughs> exactly. Right. Exactly. Like, you know, we, 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 we finally have gotten to the point where like a couple months ago, Jane and Adrian like got on a call with me and they were like, Russ, we're on track to do like $10 million this year. Can we, can we have a nicer looking website? Can we, can, can we, can we have can a we, website that looks like we are a ten million dollar company? Have like a beautiful website. Can, like, can we please get some professional pictures taken? For God's sake, <laughs> it, was, it was just instead beautiful. of like your modeling acting picture from nineteen ninety five. Literally, was like an old headshot from when I was acting from like two thousand. Literally, like that's what it was. So, <laughs> so guys, look. Bottom line is like you just. I want to simplify things for you. We want to make it so simple for you to focus on what really counts, to focus on making an an impact, to focus on making an income, and to focus on creating some freedom for yourself so that you can go out there and do the things you want to do and live the life you want to live. And if that is what you want to do, we want to help you do that. So book a call to talk to us, okay? And we'll get into everything, whether you have a list, whether you don't have a list, whether you've got a bunch of followers, whether you don't have a bunch of followers. You know, what your offer could be, what your expertise could be, what your target audience could be, what your pricing could be. And we'll put our heads together and we'll cook up a game plan together for you to hit your income and your contribution and your lifestyle goals for 2018 going forward. Okay. And, and we've done this for people in, in all kinds of different markets. We've done it for attorneys, accountants. We've done it for people who are in personal development, who are in relationship coaching, who are in you know, fitness who are in all kinds of stuff, personal development, spiritual development. If you've got the expertise to solve a major life or business challenge, and that's what you do in your business, then we want to help you do it and do it better and hit all of your income goals along the way. We'd love to talk to you. It'll be the best 45 minutes you've ever spent working on your business. 
Adrian, thank you so much for coming on here. Um, your knowledge and your mastery of all this stuff is just like, it's unbelievable. I mean, like every time I, I hear you talk about this stuff, I'm blown away because you just know your stuff inside and out. And I love that you're able to keep us on track, paying attention to the right things so that we don't get distracted by like how many people watched a video or how many people did this <laughs> when we know that none of that stuff really matters. Yep. Awesome. Thanks for having me. You got it, guys. All right, guys. So that's going to do it for today. We'll catch you on the next show. Head over to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. And we'd love to help you grow your business this year. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. Thanks for tuning in to today's show. If you like what you heard and you're interested in seeing if you're a fit to work with Clients On Demand, here's what I want you to do next. Head over to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. That's clientsondemand.com forward slash call and book an appointment to speak to our team. We'll get on the phone with you for about 45 minutes and we'll get you crystal clear on three things. Number one, the exact price you should be charging. Number two, the exact target audience you should be going after. And number three, the exact strategy you should be using to reach them. Remember, scaling your coaching or service business does not happen by itself. You need expert guidance to make it happen. Now, we've helped clients all over the world scale their businesses to six and seven figures while enjoying life and making the world a better place along the way. To see if we can help you do the same, head over to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. I'm Russ Ruffino, and let's talk soon.